Hey everybody, this is Justin from FrugalSnobs.com. Before we get into episode 89 of the FrugalSnobs podcast, hi Christina, let me say hello. Hello! So we have a couple of reviews from Starbucks to go ahead and kick off the episode. Hope everybody enjoys episode 89, by the way, where we talk about lasts. And we'll talk about more about that as we get into the episode. But anyway, Christina, you made a trip to Starbucks today. Yes, I did. It was on my way home. And by the way, folks, uh, today is Saturday, March 4th, 2017, as we sit down for this review. So we have a couple of macchiatos here, right? Yes! So, you have two venti macchiatos. Now, these macchiatos were BOGO. Buy one, get one from Starbucks. Yes, they were. Okay, so I have the almond venti macchiato, and you have what? A coconut mocha macchiato. Okay, so we've already... I'll I'll go ahead and just say it, everybody. We went ahead and tasted these ahead of time. We were curious. I'm sorry. The almond macchiato um, does taste like... You said a sugar cookie. Yes. I think it tastes like a gingerbread cookie. A little bit different. It's a cookie, regardless. A little more spice to it. Um, Your coconut... Mocha? Was it coconut mocha macchiato? Yes. This coconut mocha, at least to me, had a little sour, sweet taste to it. What about to you? Bacon? Yeah, I mean, it does have a little bite to it. Mm-hmm. But it, then it's fall, and then the sweetness touches your palate after the bite. I thought it was a little sour for me. I guess I'll stick with my almond macchiato. But let's go ahead and give these a, a, a snob rating. I would give the almond macchiato probably four star snob rating. Agreed. And your coconut mocha macchiato? I'd say 3.5. Yeah, 3.5. Not quite as good as yours. 3.5 star snob rating. And again, these are Vente, so they were 5 bucks. Yes. For two. Not yes. bad. And you have a couple of freebies thanks to your Starbucks Gold membership. It says I have some good dashes. Buy these three items and get a bonus extra 150 stars. Nice. So you cashed in stars today to pick up two paninis. And I still now, after oh, as of tomorrow morning, will have two more free items. Wow. Wow. You got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> they throw me these crazy dashes that you can't pass up. I need to get caught up, because I'm also a gold member, but only through October of this year. So i, I got to start moving. Um, but anyway, a couple of paninis here. I have the turkey pesto panini. You have the chicken bacon panini. Yes. Okay, you've tasted your panini already. No, I haven't. Oh, you have not. All right, so let's go ahead and just bite into these things. They're very warm, so... I'll let one... you try yours first. All right. So what do you think about hmm. your panini? Definitely taste the turkey. Um, it has... Very much a, what I call a Thanksgiving taste to it. Okay. Believe it or not. It tastes like fresh uh, white meat turkey that you would basically put on your plate carved from a turkey at Thanksgiving. Um, the pesto's a little light, so it's not offending to the uh, the senses. The the actual pressed bread in the panini, uh, crispy on the outside, soft on the inside, more like a biscuit. So yeah, I'll give this, again, more of a Thanksgiving style taste. 34 grams protein, right? Yes. But caution, pack of sodium. Oh, yeah, that is an you, understatement. You definitely taste it in the turkey. The, 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 the sodium in that one is actually 1,230 milligrams? Yes. Wow. But wow. 34 grams of protein, 3 grams of fiber, 55 carbs, and 560 calories. Wow. So, I mean, it, it has good calories in it. I mean, good protein. I mean, I think if you drink water, probably yes. after a little bit, clean the system out, I think you'll yes. be fine. But you definitely taste it in the turkey. I mean, turkey itself has a, has a natural salty taste to it, especially if it's cured turkey. Um, but pretty good. I'll probably enjoy this here as soon as we wrap up the uh, the review. I'd give this probably a four to four and a half star snob rating. I can't give a quarter star, so I'll have to round up uh, to four and a half star snob rating. Not bad. And uh, for your panini? Mine is actually the home-style chicken and double-smoked bacon. Ah, you've had the double-smoked bacon before on some of the, cro- uh, the croissant sandwiches. Yeah, the sandwiches. It is, I, I prefer the double-smoked bacon. There's something... About to, it? Yeah, it's, it's a sweeter bacon. It's, it's a thick cut, isn't it? Yes, it's thicker cut, juicier. Mm-hmm. This one comes in at 480 calories. Mm-hmm. 
with 35 carbs, 3 grams of fiber, 22 grams of protein, and 1,100 milligrams of sodium. But this is good for you because it gives you the right proteins that you need if you're working out. Yeah. It gives you the right amount of calories to burn yes. during a workout. So go ahead and take a taste. I already did. It's actually... It's, <laughs> I, I tasted mine while you were reviewing yours. <laughs> so, I was trying to be nice. Okay, so how um, is it? It's very juicy. Sweet, juicy, just very tender chicken. Mm-hmm. And, it, and, it, and it's basically well with the bacon in terms of... If anybody's ever had bacon-wrapped chicken, which we've had bacon-wrapped chicken a few times, especially with turkey bacon uh, wrapped around chicken. We've also done it in uh, crescent rolls. So the crescent wraps the bacon and the chicken as a nice container, almost like a beef Wellington, but kind of the poor man's beef Wellington. <laughs> um, it's pretty good. Um, so, you, what kind of snob rating would you give this? Four to four and a half. It's amazing. It's delicious. It's juicy. It's very complimentary to how they made it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. So you're gonna give it a four to four and a half stars. Yes. All right. So there you go, folks. You have the coconut mocha macchiato at three and a half star snob rating. You have the Almond Macchiato at four to four and a half star snob rating. I think we settled on four. Yeah. Uh, we have the Turkey Pesto Panini. I think I'm settling on four and a half star snob rating because I can't get four and a quarter. And your uh, Chicken Bacon, Homestyle Chicken Bacon Panini, we're giving it around four to four and a half, right? I'd go four and a half because we can't, uh, like yours, we can't put four point, four point, four and a quarter. All right, so let's go with four and a half. All right, folks, I hope everybody enjoyed the reviews. We have another review coming up also. Uh, we'll be reviewing an orange soda as well as a beer uh, coming up soon, but it's a special orange soda. So, um, again, hope everybody enjoys episode 89 of the podcast. Stay tuned. Hope everybody enjoys the show where we talk about last. Take care, everybody, and enjoy the show. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of the Frugal Snobs podcast, the award-winning on-demand audio experience that has never won an award, but that could all change. We hope you enjoy this week's episode. Please be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Google Play Music, or check us out on Stitcher or TuneIn Radio. Find out more by visiting frugalsnobs.com. While you're there, be sure to help out the project by taking the Podtrack survey, directly donating via PayPal, or by doing your Amazon shopping through the Frugal Snobs associate link. We also invite you to follow us on Twitter at Frugal Snobs or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash frugal snobs. And now, on to the episode. Hey everybody, this is Justin from frugalsnobs.com. Welcome to episode 89 of the Frugal Snobs podcast. Mark Christina with me, hello. Hello. Today is Sunday, March 5th? Yes. 2017. So today, I don't want people to think that we're being a bit morbid or a bit terminal, but today is our show of last. And it is not our last episode by any means. That's correct. It is not our last episode, but we're kind of thinking about what would you do in the end? What would be the last person you'd want to meet, the last meal you'd like to have, last drink you'd like to have, things of that sort. And we wanted to talk about that. Kind of give everybody some ref- reflective food for thought, so to speak. We've had a lot of things going on. hope everybody enjoyed uh, the reviews leading into the episode, as well as we'll enjoy the quick drink review after we wrap up here. Uh, we'll be reviewing the Abita Springs Mardi Gras Bach, and also... Christine has an interesting orange soda for adults. Yes. <laughs> that will also be reviewed a post the episode. orange soda. Yes. So it, we'll be reviewing that at the tail end of the episode as well. So <clears throat> to go ahead and kick off the episode again, my voice is pretty shot. The weather's been really weird uh, in the area, in the Washington, D.C. metro over the past few days. So Anywhere from the 70s to the 20s. Yes. So the episode itself, no offense everybody, I probably don't have as much energy as I'd like to have. Um... We at least have some good content recorded. A lot of things are really going on, and um, we're going to be focusing on content moving forward. So I want to get to the episode um, pretty, I don't want to say quickly, but 
no beating around the bush, not a lot of jokes here. Um, just want to get through the episode. So, <laughs> this week, I just have a lot going on. So, I have an excess energy drink here, yes. right? Yes. So, I'm going to open this energy drink. Um, it is a, what, black cherry cola? Yes. All right. Nice pop. So, I've reviewed the excess drinks before, and these are also available from the Frugal Stomps Wellness Center. Yes. All right, you can get the link, folks, by uh, checking out the podcast show notes uh, this week. So, make sure you register at frugalsnobs.com. And you can check out the link to the Frugal Sounds Wellness Center, which also stocks these wonderful drinks. This is the Black Cherry Cola from Excess. And also, if you'd like to, have, if you have like questions or stuff for your nutritional needs, shoot us an email. We're more than happy to get back to you. Yep, and you can email us at frugalsnobs@gmail.com. At now, I just took a sip here of the Black Cherry Cola. It tastes like a cherry coke. <laughs> <clears throat> it does taste like a cherry coke. Um, so again, I, I would worry about: is there a lot of sugar in these things, or is there no sugar? Uh, let me check that one. The, each one has a minute difference. This one has zero sugar okay. and uh, <clears throat> not, not even a percent of carb. So it's zero sugar, zero carb, according to... What's my, what's my vitamin B? Well, how do I get energy? What's my vitamin B12? 4,900%. Yeah, but your body can't, can't absorb all of it. I guess it just saturates you. Uh, vitamin B12 is actually a water-soluble vitamin, so what you don't use just goes right through your system. I see. So when you got to go... You got to go. You got to go. And so, that's why I told you earlier, I had to go. <laughs> Because I had a tropical excess energy drink. I see. Well, thank you for sharing with all of our listeners that you had to go. Hey, early. I had to explain myself. So, 4,900% of vitamin B. Yes. 12, that is. It's actually a quarter of a B12 shot that you get at a doctor's office. You get B12 shots if, like, you're, like, dehydrated, lacking adrenaline, all that other good stuff. But, again, black cherry, cola. That's pretty good. I'll sit through on this throughout the episode. So... I don't want everybody to think that I was being harsh with my comments earlier, that uh, we, we wouldn't be joking around, but got a lot of things going on, a lot of things we want to get through. Um, so a few things uh, for everyone. Um, we will be updating the website at frugalsnobs.com to uh, provide additional info and details of other networks where you can check out the podcast. We've got a lot of really good stats, and we're also going to be making some additional changes uh, with some feed changes, et cetera, et cetera, to uh, basically... Uh, find a way to improve our analytics uh, moving forward. And it also gives us a way to better track our analytics. So yes. we have a lot going on. Uh, we're also going to be introducing uh, opportunities for sponsorship and advertising for the show. Uh, I've said it quite a few times. We've got a lot going on. So we are going to be moving to that next level. Now that we've uh, switched over to a new studio location, a much quieter location, let's be more creative and also uh, be better prepared for episodes of this show. Uh, I think it's time for us to go ahead and move and ascend to the next level. So yes. we really appreciate all the listenership. Please do continue to listen to the podcast, whether you're uh, catching us via one of the networks, also through several of our other affiliate outlets uh, here in North America, as well as in the United Kingdom uh, for the European continent. And um, also um, within a number of, of environments, including specifically app experiences such as CastBox or subscribing uh, for new episodes of this show via email or on your Android device by using the subscribe on Android option. Mm-hmm. So get over to frugalsnobs.com, check out all the options where you can check the show out, as well as registering and subscribing for not only the sh- podcast show notes by registering at frugalsnobs.com, but you can also subscribe to desktop notifications. That way, every time an episode of the, of the podcast drops or the show notes are published, you will get a desktop notification in your browser of choice. So, is that going to plug? Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and get into the topic this week. Now, what inspired us to talk about this topic, I'm not really sure what it was, but I've always wanted to answer the questions of what would you do at the end of your time? 
So not only a will and testament, I don't want this to be a very bleak episode, but kind of makes you think, if you, if you could tell a younger version of yourself to do certain things, or what advice would you give yourself, or what would you think through, how would you do that? And in a way, it's kind of like a time capsule episode. Yeah. We now have the time to think about the things we'd want to do, and it's also interesting to see if those things would change over time. It's kind of like when you were in high school, and you were writing a letter to yourself. Yes. You remember those? <laughs> the letters to yourself that she wrote? And things you wanted to do, and if you could see those letters now, you could kind of either laugh at it or think I surpassed it or I didn't even make it there. So you experience a number of emotions when you write that letter to yourself. Um, but I did want to talk today about some of our lasts. What are the last things you would do and why? So, Christina, you have a set of ten items Yes. that would that we're going to walk through. I'll pepper in some advice, some financial advice where appropriate as well. So, again, people who are uh, looking to us for financial advice or managing your money or wealth management advice and living frugal, you're still going to get those doses here, too. But we're also going to put them in within the context of the lasts. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and by the way, for anybody checking out WWE Fastlane tonight, I think, Christina, you're rooting for Goldberg. Uh, yeah. To win the WWE Universal title. And yes, I know that professional wrestling is a work, but we are subscribers on the WWE Network. Mm-hmm. So we gotta got to get our money's worth. Exactly. So besides WrestleMania season. And it's a lot nicer now that we've uh, used our Apple TV. Yes, we love the Apple TV now. We actually had it in a box for over a year. Yeah. And we never really used it because we plugged a laptop into a large a large display. Now, is it worth the $4 and change that I paid for it? Yes. The the sales tax that I said was tacky that your company made you pay on a prize. It's ridiculous. Uh, but yes, it's definitely worth it. It's nice to basically use the remote and actually, the app experience on an Apple TV is very different than, of course, the website experience. Oh, yeah. So it's much, it's much more optimized, obviously. Um, I think it's a lot better. So we're very happy with the Apple TV. Okay, so let's go ahead and get into our last. So, Christina, you have a list of ten last things. Yes. So I think we're going to basically bounce off one another what you would do, what I would do, and why. Yeah. So what's your first item on the list? Books. <clears throat> what would you read last? I would read a book... Uh, called, I believe it's called Anthem. I would read uh, this particular book, and I believe it's by James Joyce. It's a very, 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 very long book. <laughs> so <laughs> I would read Anthem. I believe it's by James Joyce. Um, what would you read? Pride and Prejudice, War and Peace, Treasure Island, what? I'm actually pretty open. I'm definitely exploring new titles now. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, currently listening to the Shannara series. Really? Yes. Is it through Audible? Yes. Do you have an Audible subscription? Yes. And you never told me about this? I told you about it months ago. Is this a free subscription? It's one book. I see, but you have one credit a month, right? Yes. 15 bucks? Yes. Whew. Okay. We should probably split a subscription. That way we can alternate books. That way it cuts your costs in half. True. And I'm not a schlub and I pay my seven fifty. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll find books we both like and I'll, I'll chip in to pay for credits too. But I think you can also pay the, the for the two books a month, and I think it's twenty five or twenty bucks. Twenty three. Ah, so okay, so like twenty two ninety five for two books. Yeah, okay, that might be actually worth it. Interesting. So, but for our listeners, if they don't know what the Shannara series is, it's science fiction, fantasy, whatever you want to call it. So basically, you're letting your mind wander. I need. A I'm all about serious. <laughs> I am all serious. Like I would read Anthem by James Joyce. <laughs> and I am. A, I'm very creative, and it's a good way to let your mind wander and get ideas and. Just, mm. it's helping me with what I'm putting together, too. I see. Interesting. Okay. Um, interesting. Uh, also, for anybody who wants to pick up some really good titles for absolutely free, LibriVox is a really good uh, outlet for you. And LibriVox, 
offers a number of titles that are really for self-improvement, etc. So I don't want everybody to think that I'm basically saying everybody's nuts and you need to go read books off or listen to books off Blue Box. <laughs> That's not the case. But there's a lot of really good uh, non-spiritual but self-help oriented books. And you can even take the spiritual stuff too um, for what it's worth, right? So if you want to listen to an essay or uh, actually a book that um, I really want to finish is The Power of Habit. Yes. I still have not finished it yet. Also, YouTube is a good outlet yeah. for audiobooks chapter-wise or part-wise yeah. uh, in playlists. So a lot of good stuff help. Um, I also listened to The Science of Being Great. Uh, that was an interesting uh, title. Um, also, I've talked about it on episodes of the show before as well, so go back into the archives, everybody. Um, also, just wanted to point out that uh, looking at our stats, by the way, this month, we've had a lot of people catching up yes. on episodes. And anybody who listened to episode 83, I think I can say thank you. Uh, we had... We had Basically, nearly 500. Yeah, nearly 500 direct downloads. Yes. And that's rare for us because typically all the downloads come from networks. Yes. And syndication. So thank you. Um, but anyway, uh, LibriVox has some really nice titles. YouTube is another great source. You can really grab a lot of really great titles out there for absolutely free or really cheap. Yes. Um, but for any mainstream titles, I think Audible would probably be your best bet. They're not a sponsor of the show. Amazon is not a sponsor of the show either. Um, but again, as we said in the intro, uh, from our intro, definitely make sure you're doing all your shopping for the Amazon Associate Link. It helps us out. So, okay, everybody. So, last book. You're, you're thinking of a number of titles, but that probably wouldn't be one of your priorities, I think, when it's the final times uh, for you. But if there was a last book, you would have to think about it. I would, definitely. Right? Me? It's going to be Anthem by uh, James Joyce. All right. Next. We, I can actually tie these two together. The Meal and Drink. Last Drink? Yes. Rye Whiskey and Coke course okay um last meal i would want something classy like beef wellington i was thinking chicken parmesan with pasta and mixed vegetables and you want something healthy for your last meal chicken parmesan is not that healthy yeah, that's true so but i'm just saying i like pasta and vegetables together that's why i threw in the mixed vegetables okay and uh, chicken parmesan get your protein out of it yes and get the flavor and the lycopene out of the tomatoes yes See, I want something fancy. You're going for comfort. I'm going for fancy. It's better than pizza. That is true. It is <laughs> pizza or Chinese food. Definitely better than pizza or Chinese I mean, food. Orange chicken and pineapple chicken are really good. Yes. But I'm, I'm, My I'm... last meal, I would like chicken lo mein, please, and it better not be greasy. <laughs> Hold the veggies. Just give me noodles and chicken. Like a number four with extra duck sauce, please. Okay, so, um, interesting. You know, it, it, and I've been thinking about this, too. And, and again, I know I'm getting a little bit odd with this episode, everybody, but it, it's an outside topic. We talk yes. about a lot of things, but... We want to get people thinking, too. Think about it this way. You know, it's interesting. If you, yeah, There was actually an episode of a show called King of the Hill here in the United States. And if you're not familiar with the show, go check out the trailers on YouTube. Um, or on Netflix or what have you. They should have trailers as well for the show. I believe they used to have the entire series on Netflix. But the show basically centers around a bunch of average guys living in a small town in Texas. And there was an episode, it's an animated series, an episode where they all wanted their last meals. And they actually spent their time cooking their last meals and then didn't want to eat it because it was so morbid. <laughs> it was like, one wanted fried chicken, you know, and another wanted shrimp. And it's just like, or one wanted lobster as well. And I'm thinking, wow. Um, they didn't want to eat their last meals because they were going to die. <laughs> you know That's sad. So, for me, rye whiskey and Coke as my drink of choice. Again, I'm a total guy. And <laughs> as my meal, something fancy that I don't typically have, Beef Wellington. I love Beef Wellington when I can get it. You went for comfort. I went for style. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, if I really went comfort, I would say a Hawaiian pizza minus onion. Mm. True. You get the, the pineapple, the chicken, and the ham or whatever. All together. Yep. But it better be a good pizza, though. 
You know, it's interesting. And you look at, for example, death row inmates and their last meals. You know, there was actually a female death row inmate down in Florida, and her last meal was Kentucky Fried Chicken and French fries. That's it. Kentucky Fried Chicken and French fries. Nothing in your entire life amounts to this final meal, and you want Kentucky Fried Chicken and French fries. And I think a lot of times it's just environment. Yeah. A lot of times it's environment. So, really odd. All right, so next thing. Actually, I didn't do my drink. Your drink? Yeah, so all I did was mention my food. Oh, I'm sorry. What was the last <laughs> drink be? I'm sorry. That, I am, uh, it's, I, I'd say TBD. Because honestly, there's so much that I'm trying. And... Basically, I'm committal here and you're not. Like, I, <laughs> I know myself well enough, this is what but, I want. But if I had to choose, I would go with a strong bow honey cider. Your last drink on this planet would be a strong bow cider. You know what? You should be have, have a marketing pitch for them. Because that's a pretty good statement to make from Angry Orchard, right? Isn't that they create strong Strong? They do. No. What? Nope. Angry Orchard. No, that's owned by Sam Adams. Yes. That's right. I apologize to the folks at Strong Bro. I apologize. <laughs> and they're not a sponsor of the show, obviously. Because I wouldn't have screwed that up <laughs> <laughs> if they had been. Um, but so you would go for a Strong Bow cider. That would be your last drink. Yeah. So alcoholic beverage that is. Yeah. Me, rye whiskey and Coke. That's right. <laughs> so interesting. All right, that's a good that's a good last will and testament, Strombo. Their their beverages are so good that will be your last alcoholic beverage. Yep. All right, so either that or the cherry one, the cherry blossom. What is the next item on your last? What do you want to be known for? Wow, um, I would <laughs> I would like to be known for a person who did the best he could, tried to help others in my life that deserved the help, and when I say that, it's people that I know would do something with the help. But if you're not going to do anything with the help, I won't bother because you're going to be wasting your and my time. And I would also want to be known as a person who tried my best with with what I was given. Is that fair? Yeah, it's very fair. This is actually uh, similar to what I'm kind of aiming for with mine because it's like I want to be the one that kind of indirectly teaches you. Like you're like with me. You want to be an influencer. Basically, yes. Right. Because it's like I'm putting a lot of like little nuggets in the book that I'm writing, but yet also even in my everyday life, I'm giving people think about this whenever I'm trying to or correct knowledge. them. Yes, you're dropping knowledge on people, and the sad part is a lot of times when you try to coach or teach or influence, people take offense because they feel like I shouldn't be learning. Well, how do I put it? I think the way that they look at it, yes, is and, and again, it's part of self help, you know, stuff, guys, that we all talk about. So we're going to start weaving that into the episode. I promise. Um, it, it's more of the, you can't really tell if people are angry at you because you know something they don't, or if it's because they're ashamed or embarrassed they're learning something so late. Yes. Does that make sense? It does completely. It happens to me all the time. I mean, think about it. We live in a, in a very, um, how do I put it? An affluent suburb of Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Where average people live in the dream, basically, and... You know, we're not making a small amount, but we're not making, like, obviously a, a, a seven-figure salary together. Um, you know, we're doing pretty okay, but we're living like we make three times what we make. Uh, why? Because we've learned how to do it. I mean, you always find ways to do things like that. You find ways through altering your lifestyle, and your lifestyle is altered by the way you think. Right? So the way you think is going to influence your self-esteem, your self-respect, and the people that you have around you. And we're hoping to get better people around us by also having this podcast. So that's what we do it for. But to be known for stuff, I, I think I agree that you want to basically influence, teach, and also leave something behind. Yeah. And the podcast that we're leaving behind is a chronicle of things. I mean, 
when we get to the 100th episode, even if we were to say, you know what, we're going to hang up the Spurs at 100 episodes, it's going to be out there forever. Yeah. You know, we're going to be immortalized forever in audio. That's pretty cool. And to be a Renaissance person, not a male or female, but a Renaissance person is pretty cool. I think the most interesting people I know have done so many different things. Exactly. You know, they've, you know, they, at 30, they could have been a waiter in a restaurant, but at 40, they're a hedge fund manager making millions of dollars or... They design the next big thing, the next big app, the next big podcasting network, the, the next big operating system, the next big technical thing, the next big uh, cure for some sort of uh, issue. That's the coolest people because they, they try their hand at multiple things. Exactly. Their hobbies become their next positions or their next careers. That's the coolest part. I mean, I would love to do radio full-time. I absolutely would love it. Um, and I'd like to make that happen eventually. But to be known for right now... Again, I think I agree that it's basically being the best person you could and leaving something behind so people don't forget you. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. What's the next thing? Place to visit. Ah, uh, last place to visit? I'm not quite sure. Um, I've traveled a lot, um, globally that is. Um, I would say last place to visit is probably my grandparents' land in West Virginia, where they used to live. Um, Right smack dab in the middle of the state, beautiful part of the country, right between two mountains. I think it'd be the nicest place for me to visit because it's kind of like making a, a, a um, how do I put it, a pilgrimage mm-hmm. back to where the kind of family always was together, where we were always nice to each other, where we were always, you know, together when I was younger and my dad and his brothers and everybody were all together. My grandparents were around. Uh, a lot of Thanksgivings spent there, a lot of Memorial Day, Labor Day uh, holidays spent there um, before we all scattered to the winds because we all grew up and got older. Um, and then people, of course, started to pass away. So that's probably the best memories I've had in my life from my childhood, and I'd like to go back there at least once. So what would you like to go visit? Japan. Japan? That's the last place you want to go. It's a place I've always wanted to go. have not been there yet. But if I go there, I'll definitely add other places to the list. So of, would you do Asia, like just in yeah, general? So you yeah, could do like Japan, a- Korea, Thailand, Thailand. Um, Maybe parts of China if you can go. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and while you're over there, you might have to go ahead and pop down to Australia too. Might as well. <laughs> might as well. You've already traveled days to get somewhere on multi-hour flights. Um, you might as well. Um, and in a way, kind of traveled through time because of the international dateline. So exactly, I'm a time um, traveler. <laughs> I want to be a time traveler. And I'm not referring to the TV show Legends of Tomorrow. Yes, <laughs> or to the movie Back to the Future, or to Time Cop. That was a weird True. movie, by the way. And Quantum Leap was weird too. Yeah, uh, your dad liked that show, right? We watched it. Yeah. Yes, Christina's father liked odd shows that I also liked, like Highway to Heaven. Yes, we watched that Highlander. Yes, that can only be one. Exactly. <laughs> so, all right, um, but yeah, I. I think for everybody, it's just interesting to see if you if you think about these things now, would your mind change later? I think it's pretty cool. So, what's the next thing? Adventure. What would you want to do or risk? Do you want to take? Um, last risk I like to take is probably do another. Try to do a startup. Another one, actually. I mean, I've I've owned two companies in the course of my life. I'm I'm still running, you know, one kind of passively as an independent consultant, but it is an illegal entity. Um, but I, I think I would like to probably do a startup for something big, like, uh, a cure for a certain type of, of issue. And I don't want to say disease. I don't like using the word disease, but a certain condition or a certain treatment I'd like to invest in. Um, cause I'd like to leave something behind for people. Um, that's the risk I'd like to take. And even if it left me penniless, I think it'd be worth it. So what's your last risk you want to take? Skydiving, bungee jumping. What do you want to do? 
I would say, I mean, just something outdoorsy, adventure I haven't done in a while. I mean, it's, I miss kayaking. That's your last adventure? What about whitewater rafting? You could get get hurt or killed. I would, whitewater rafting? Nah. I I just find it's interesting that our personalities are different because, like, me, like, I want to leave, like, lasting legacies, and you're just like, eh, I just want to go kayaking. (laughs) I've been whitewater kayaking. I'm just saying, it's just like, we, we do think differently. Like me, I'm like looking at like the long-term legacy of people not forgetting me, and you're just like, Puh. you just you just go around once. That's just a different way of looking at it. I'm not saying it's bad, different, or anything like that. I'm just saying it's, I, I should say it's different, it's not bad. But if you think about it, are you more of a long-term person or a short-term person? Depending on what it is, I mean... Well, if, are, if this is a series of lasts, do you look at it, and it's an honest question, because... I think we look at it differently. Um, do you look at it as what is best for me to enjoy as my last, or what is it best for society to remember about me? It's just I'm not. It's not trying to put you on the spot. It's just interesting that what would you care about more, yourself or society? And and that's a question that I wrestle with too. Yeah, and that's actually I'm thinking about that. And whenever you phrase it like that, it's like I really don't know because there's so much I'd like to do, like because of. That's the self. Yeah. Right? And, and see, I'm big about things I've done that have taught me to do other things. But yet also at the same time when I say that, when I say like things I want to do, it's more like, but where do you start to impact society? Right. Because I know with like with what my grandmother went through, it's like I'd love to like, provide stuff for, to help prevent cancer. And, so, and but, I, I don't want to get too emotional in the episode, mm-hmm. but your grandmother unfortunately passed away and you took care of her in her mm-hmm. final days, right? And you do a very good job of, of, of taking care of other people. It's, it's part of who you are. And that's why I think partially why I'm being more selfish because I'm so selfless in modern life. See, and, and, and again, I don't want anybody to think who's listening to the show. I don't want anybody to think that I put you on the spot or said that, well, you know, I'm trying to help everybody and you're helping yourself. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is, is that I think sometimes when you really sit down and think about these last things, you really do think about, do I want to be selfless mm-hmm. or selfish? And, I think, and it's kind of a blend of both because I, I kind of want to do both. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's because, like, I know every day I'm pretty much selfless because I am, with my current job, I am kind of tied you're, between You're the, a caregiver. Exactly. I take care of the hotel, I take care of the operations team, and I also take but, care of the sales but team. there's also issues as well where people who take your selfless nature and create selfish behavior for themselves. Exactly. That's where you start to get to the point of, well, you know what? I want to be selfish. Yes. Um, interesting. All right. So what's the next thing on your list? Person to talk to. You know who I would talk to if it was anybody, past or present, you know, in other words, alive or dead? Yeah. Right? I would talk to President Abraham Lincoln. That'd be a good one. That's who I want to, I want to talk to. And I want to ask him about so many different things about his life. It was, it, it, it'd be a toss-up between him and Winston Churchill. Besides, I could have a cigar with him. That'd <laughs> <laughs> be great. Like, so, when's the last time you flew a plane? Who's your favorite person to ever meet? Was Hitler really that bad? Of course he was. I mean, I'm not. And please, again, my comment was not meant to be an anti-Semitic comment. It was a joke. It was curiosity. It was. was, was, What did you think of Hitler when you first encountered or knew of his existence? I know you had issues with his beliefs, but what happened when you first encountered him? What was he like? Yeah. Not saying it was by being a fan. It was more like, was he really that off? When you met him for the first time or what have you. Actually, I don't think they ever actually met. I think they were supposed to meet. And Hitler stood him up. 
Wow. I believe so, yeah, in Munich. I think he did stand him up at a hotel. Um, because Winston Churchill wanted to meet him when he was uh, when he was um, still coming up through the Admiralty in England before he became Prime Minister, and he chose not to meet him. So, interesting, interesting. So I would meet Winston Churchill, President Lincoln. Who would you meet? I, Alive or dead? I would say I would go more your um still like more the European route, but I would go back, further back in time because I'm more interested in like the royals. Exactly, especially with the War Roses. Would you? <laughs> Would you meet the royals? Which royal would you meet? That I am talking about. Like, Mary Stewart, it would be good. Elizabeth. Just the first or second? First. Huh. Interesting. Because I, she's part of the War of Roses. If I could meet any British monarch, alive or dead, I would probably meet Henry VIII, maybe. George VI, who we've talked about. I, yes. I would want to meet him just before he gave his, his speech in the King's Speech. Yes. Um, interesting. Interesting gentleman. Um, yeah. All right, so you'd want to meet one of the British royals. Yes. I will want to meet a prime minister or a president. <coughs> so, you all right? Yes. Try to clear the throat. Weather's a little bit weird here. So what What else we got on the list? We're wrapping this thing up. What else we got? The last one. What would you say to the world? I would say that if I could give advice to the planet, it would be to be good to each other, but to be good to yourself first. Is that fair? That is very fair. Um, take care of yourself, because if you can't take care of yourself, how are you going to take care of anybody else? And if you don't take care of yourself, how are you supposed to impact the planet? True. So, take care of yourself, take care of each other, but take care of yourself first. What would you say? I would say, trust naturally comes, but loyalty is earned. And also, be careful when playing with fire, because you can always, you might always, you could sometimes get burned. Yeah, but you might get burned by the molten lava. (laughs) (laughs) So... Um, and again, it's kind of back to that whole trust but verify exactly. proverb, right? I mean, trust people, it's fine, but verify they're going to do the things they say they're going to do, and verify that they're telling you the truth. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point, trust but verify. That's one thing I don't put up with, lies. Yes. I don't deal with liars very well, and quite frankly, I've also had a, I've always had a piece of advice to never lie to a person smarter than you are. They'll always find you out. Of course they will. <laughs> it's very easy also. Um, you know, when a person can't, can't, can't spell or, or can't do things that, you know, a, an educated person can typically do, yet say they're extremely intelligent, you're like, yeah, no, <laughs> no, if you can't do these very basic things, um, we got a problem. Exactly. But I guess my point is, um, trust but verify, I agree with that too, and also never lie to a person that's smarter than you are. But yes, I think my final words, uh, would be, um, to take care of each other, but take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Like we always say, yeah. be well, never pay retail. What do you think that means? You're being well and never paying retail, but you're still taking care of businesses and local and, and local uh, municipalities too. You're still paying for stuff, it's not as much as most people. Exactly. Same thing. You're taking care of yourself first, but and, each other. And you're also taking care of your wallet. That's right. So, um, also, I mean, getting your financial house in order just to wrap up the episode is probably another big uh, item that we didn't really add. What's the last thing you buy? Um, what's the last thing you would buy? I'm not sure. I mean, because if you're going to buy something, I would actually buy it for someone, not myself. Because obviously, if it's the last thing I'm buying, you got to impact someone else. Right, because you're not going to be able to get any use out of it. Exactly. So I really don't know what I would buy because it's going to someone else. I'm not sure what I would buy either. Um, I'm not sure if I would buy a piece of real estate for someone to live in, like my like my, my family, or um, buy medical equipment for a charity. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um but I do think it's interesting to see how the wealthy are, are focusing on their children. 
Mm -hmm. uh, Warren Buffett's not giving anything to his kids. I mean, I think he's giving some things, but not everything that he's earned. Um, but it would be interesting to see what's the last thing you'd buy and how would it affect other people. Again, that's how you would be remembered. What's your legacy? Like? Exactly. So, all right, you want to go and wrap up this episode? Yes. All right, everybody. Hope everybody enjoyed uh, this episode. A little bit off off of our standard set of topics, but it is thought provoking. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's all down to the self versus society. Um, I think what I've learned in the episode is that I think about different items on the last list differently. I think I think we both agree that we think of some things as individual choices and other things as social choices. Is that, is that fair? Agreed. All right. So let's go ahead and wrap the episode. I'm going to finish up my black cherry cola excess energy drink. I got a lot of energy. I'm getting the 4-900% of my vitamin B12. Told you it would help. <laughs> All right, everybody. Hope everybody enjoyed the episode this week. Stick around for the quick drink review as we wrap up here. Be well. Never pay retail. Uh, been an interesting week. Take care of yourself and each other, and we'll see you guys for episode 90. Take care, everybody. All right, everybody, this is Justin from FrugalSnobs.com. Brock Christina, please say hello. Hello. Hope everybody enjoyed episode 89 of the Frugal Snobs podcast. Now, as promised, both in the intro and also during the episode, we have a quick drink review for everybody. Want everybody to stick around for it. So it is Mardi Gras week here in the United States, and Christina also has a nice libation. So, Christina, you have an orange soda for a quick drink review. Yes, it's Blitz Weinhard Brewing Company, Henry's Hard Soda, Made with sugar cane, contains alcohol at a 4.2% ABV. All right, so 4.2% ABV, it's a hard orange soda. Yes. So it's, it's not necessarily an orange soda. It's kind of like a, like a hard lemonade or whatever. It's an adult orange soda. It's like those wine juice boxes they make. Pretty much. <laughs> okay, let's take a sip. Does it taste like an orange soda? It tastes like a sun-kissed orange. Nice, or like a Stewart's orange soda. Yeah. Nice, so it really has no hint of the alcohol? A light hint, but not bad. It, it's very refreshing. Interesting. So how, what kind of snob rating would you give it? I would say 4.5 because it's actually very close to an actual orange soda. Would you enjoy this as a standalone with food? With, I mean, pretty much anything you want to eat. I mean, if, if you like orange soda and you eat it with food, eat it with that. I would have it at like a Memorial Day barbecue. Oh, yeah. Easy. That's right. I mean, burgers, hot dogs, pizza, anything like that, you would definitely be able to eat it with. Besides, you want to enjoy responsibly at 4.2% ABV. Oh, yes. That's about, Light. That's about a standard beer, though. Standard commercial lager. So, on that front, 4.5%. Uh, is it 4.2%? 4.2%. It, 4.2. ABV and 4.5 stars. It's not yes. Ready. I have the Abita Springs Mardi Gras Bach. Yes. Now, I've had several brews from Abita Springs before, both uh, in the can as well as in bottles. Now, I like the stuff from Abita Springs down in Louisiana. So. Seasonal beer. It is a seasonal beer. Very good point. And it's 6.5% yes. ABV, so a little bit stronger uh, than a standard beer. To smell this, it does smell like a standard beer. It smells like a lager. Um, so let's go ahead and give this thing a taste. Ah. I'm enjoying this out of a bottle, everybody. I just take a taste. Um, it it tastes like a almost a cross between a lager and a, uh, a, basically a darker beer, like a porter. Um, it's not bad. Uh, I'd probably enjoy it as a standalone or... Uh, again, like Christina said, with any kind of uh, barbecue, fair, pub, grub, things like that. I mean, it's a, it's a, a nice thirst-quenching beer as a standalone. Um, but I'm sure you could enjoy it with uh, food as well. Probably pretzels, peanuts also, some, some salty potato chips. Um, but I'd probably give this, um, I'd say, a probably a four-star snob rating, four-and-a-half-star snob rating. We'll round up four-and-a-half stars. Um, very drinkable beer. Uh, not too bad from Abita Springs. It is the Mardi Gras Bach. 
Hope everybody enjoyed the episode this week, everyone. Be well, never pay retail, and we look forward to next week's episode as well. Until then, take care of yourself and each other. Thanks, everybody.